The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's currently 1242 on the East Coast. Joining me as usual on Fridays to break down all the player props happening in the association and touch on some things happening around the NBA regarding players. My main man from the East Coast, Will Rivera. Will, how you feeling uh, this Friday afternoon, buddy? What's good, Moon Off? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, man. We listen. We got a we got a couple of actually a, several good games actually tonight, man. Looking at the slate, yeah. got a total of eleven games, man. Um, you know, pretty much spread out throughout the throughout the evening. So there's going to be a lot of things to touch on, and then like you said, man, we get, definitely got to talk about some things that we've seen this last week. So <sighs> let's just start off with the Knicks, man. Let's just start off with the Knicks. Um, not yeah. good. Not good this week, man. Not good this week. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'll be the first person to give them praise whenever I can. But these last couple of games, man, like last night, we looked completely horrible. You can't lose to like one of the worst teams in the league the way that we did um, last night. And then, yeah. you know, we, we had a we had an opportunity to win against Minnesota um, on Tuesday, even though the league did announce that, you know, that they, there were some incorrect calls. Mm-hmm. made towards the end and we when we did end up losing by two points which is actually when i when i think about it that's the worst way to lose right when you yeah. lose by two or three points and you have the last possession it, it's just heartbreaking man i'd rather lose by like 10 points or more to be honest yeah. with you because then you know like okay we're, we're, we have no opportunity to win this game so yeah yeah it's been tough for the new york knicks like if you kind of just go down their schedule and kind of look at the wins and losses, it kind of comes in spurts, right? It's like they win three games in a row and then they lose like two two or three in a row and they come back and win two in a row, you know, and then lose three in a row and then win three in a row. It's really finding that consistency for the uh, New York Knicks. And, you know, we knew that this team was going to regress after the performance they had last season. I mean, it was going to happen. Like you can't keep that same type of um, – I don't know the right word is, but the, the consistency, like it's good. It was going to be difficult for this team because of just what happened last season, where they were such a great defensive team, obviously crushed the win total last season coming into this year. Regression was due, right? You're going to regress back to the mean. And I think that, you know, for the New York Knicks, they're still trying to find their stride on, on 
and again, I, a lot of times I like to talk about all these pods, whether it's a propcast or the NBA gambling podcast, is finding what their identity is. And and right now, and I think you can allude to this, or you you can uh, attest to this also. Will is that I feel like this Knicks team doesn't have that corner piece that they want to build around, and I don't think that Julius Randle is. I don't think he's not a one for sure. I don't even think he's a number two guy. I think he's more of a number three guy on a championship roster. But right now, I just feel like they have a whole bunch of pieces on this roster versus having a guy on this team that is a a solid cornerstone corner piece type of guy where you want to build around. Do you think right now on this Knicks roster, they have that player that they can, you know, build a championship roster around? Yeah. So, so a couple of things and you touched on it before. So yeah, Julius Randle, he, he's definitely not a, he's definitely not a number one guy. And we saw that last year in the, in the first round of the playoffs against the Hawks. Yeah. Um, not even a number two. And if you look at last night, right. If you look at his stat line, 29 minutes, but he went one for one for nine from the field. Right. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where if he doesn't play well, we have no shot whatsoever. Now we did end up only losing by 11 points, but at the end of the day, it wasn't that close, right? Like it wasn't yeah. that close throughout the whole game. Um, RJ Barrett has, has done better each year. You know, mm-hmm. it's his third year in the league. He has done better, but that's just not somebody that we could count on to be a championship team. So I'm, I'm hoping that we're able to, you know, to, to get more creative, do some things here in the, uh, in with, with some trades and definitely in the off season, we got to bring in some more um, or, or try to bring in like a, at least one or two high caliber free agents and, 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 and change the whole landscape here. But like you said, yeah, we don't have like a true identity right now. So, um, but I do like what I see from the young players, you know, yeah. I mean, Grimes is doing his thing uh, quickly is doing his thing. So it might also be a, might be some a, a time for, for tips to go ahead and pretty much change um, or play around with the, with the starting, starting lineup, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think that's what it is for a lot of these coaches. It's about figuring out, you know, um, rotations. I think, you know, a team that we'll get to is, is having that big uh, problem right now. But for the New York Knicks, there's a lot of young pieces on this team. And we know Tibbs, like, he likes to play the veterans. He doesn't like to play the right the young guys. And, you know, it's it's when you have a roster like this, when you're when R.J. Barrett's 21 years old, right? You have Cam Reyes, 22 years old, Mitchell Robinson, 23 years old. The veteran on this squad is pretty much Kemba Walker and Derek Rose. And even Kemba Walker has been dealing with the, with the knee issues, you know, being in and out of the lineup, you know, when he's in there, he's, he's looked decent um, for them, but we'll be very surprised if Cam, or sorry, Kemba Walker is not on this roster uh, come trade deadline. Again, Manuel quickly, you just need to have him as your starting point guard, or, or he needs to be that starting rotation. I, I don't care what it is. I think this guy's a baller. He's a player. Um, so he needs to be in there along with um, uh, Julius Randle. But yeah, I think the big thing, and I think that we could, the one thing that we need, we know for this Knicks team is whether it's through free agency or whether it's trading up in the draft, they just need to find out and, and go out and get that cornerstone, that, that player that you want to build around in this roster, whether it's via trade, whether it's free agency or in the draft. But um, yeah, I mean, like you, you can't be too upset about where the Knicks are, Right now, I mean, they're still 22 and 24. I know they're they're only two and a half games out of the seventh spot in the Eastern Conference, right? And if they rattle off a couple of wins here, um, I'll try to find out what their remaining strength of schedule is. I mean, they have the second hardest schedule remaining. So it's going to be tough for this um, Knicks squad kind of going forward. But again, I think it's just finding about what their identity is, uh, Will.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got quickly right last night. He's a third leading scorer for the Knicks coming off the bench. He played 23 minutes, but he ended up with with 14 with 14 points. And he went um, two for nine for, for from three point. Not not the greatest, but at the end of the day, he had the most uh, actually the second most behind um, grime. So <laughs> something's got to give, man. Something's got to give out there in New York. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, Tibbs does change his uh, his philosophy as opposed to not going with young players and only sticking with veterans because obviously that's not working. And and I'm hoping that we're able to do something, if not before the All-Star break, then definitely when we come back after the All-Star break to um, try to shake some things up and try to make a move to um, make the playoffs. So, I mean, it's still – it's not like we're mathematically out of it. So, there's still, uh, there's still some hope out there, you know? Yeah, there's still 36 games left on the season for their New York Knicks. And, you know, I mean, you rattle off – you win, you know, 20 out of 35 games or, or something in that neighborhood, you know, you're right back in that conversation of, of being in, at least in the playoffs. But yeah, I think there's, there's more things that the New York uh, Knicks organization needs to figure out about what their future direction is um, going from a team that has questions about building a roster uh, for the future with a team that's kind of now in win mode. And I think this team has been talked about, not only uh, at volumes on the NBA gambling podcast, but I think, you know, it's time that we also discuss it on the uh, prop cast here, player uh, specific wise. And that's the LA Lakers. And, no, I think this team is the hot, you know, the hot take right now, the hot topic right now across all sports media outlets, whether it's podcasts, whether it's the four letter network uh, on TV, wherever you get your sports information from. But, for the Lakers, I think that, you know, number one, let's just get this right off the bat, is that they made a huge mistake trading for Russell Westbrook. And, you know, it's starting to show that he's not the guy that you want next to LeBron James or Anthony Davis. You know, Westbrook is a guy that's been, even when the, he was in Houston for that one year, is a guy that needs to have the ball in his hands to be effective. He's not going to be shooting the ball effectively from the floor. Um, you, We've seen the highlight reels on Twitter, like where he's taking those, those mid-range jump shots and it's hitting the backboard and, and just not even touching the rim. Right. And, and I think that right now for the Lakers is that another team, I think they need to figure out what their identity is. I mean, it's crazy to say that when you have players like Anthony Davis and LeBron James on this roster, but outside of those two guys, the rotations, what Frank Vogel is trying to figure out whether guys coming off the bench or whether in the starting rotation, we know that Russell Westbrook will is not going to come off of the bench for this LA Lakers team. We know it's going to be Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis when he returns and uh, LeBron James in that starting lineup. It's who you are you surrounding those three guys with. And we've said this at over and over again, when you have a player like LeBron James on your roster, you need shooting around him. And they really haven't done anything to address that. Will. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's sad, man, because like, you know, Unfortunately, and you can see this coming, Vogel may not make it to the all-star break um, in, in terms yeah. of um, having his job. And, and, you know, obviously the last game that they played, um, they're up, right, by more than 10. And then um, the Pacers come back and end up winning that game. So yeah. Westbrook can't seem to be hitting any shots. I mean, he finished five for 17, right, although with 14 points. But he went four for six for three point from the three-point line, right? Yeah. Um, this is something, like you said, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, – 
of Melo a couple years ago, right, when he was at OKC and pretty much when they had that press conference and they asked him, like, hey, would you be willing to come off the bench? And he pretty much, like, laughed it off, like, hey, they want me to come off the bench. That's not going to happen, right? And so now if you look at his role the last couple of years, not only um, with the Lakers but also in Portland, he has been coming off the bench and he has been a better player, in my opinion, than he has been the last couple of years before making that decision. Um, Westbrook is just not, not getting it done, man. Like you said, they need shooters and – Malik Monk, man, I think that you could go ahead and just flip that, you know, put Malik Monk in there. Obviously, Stanley Johnson, as we as we touched on, um, you know, prior to getting on, that's somebody that, that pretty much came off the street, you know, and was sitting yeah. on on his couch, um, came in and, and, he, and he, he's been doing He's been doing okay. Um, I think that uh, you have to make a couple changes, not only with Westbrook, but also Trevor Reza. Let's talk about that. Why is Trevor Reza a star <laughs> in the starting lineup? You know, it, it is comical, but it's sad at the same time. You know? yeah. and I know we talked about this as well. Why, why do you think that they're, they're sticking with a reason in the starting lineup? Your guess is as good as mine right now, brother. I mean, look, when you have guys like Stanley Johnson on your on your roster right now who's playing great basketball for you, why is he not in the starting lineup? Why is Malik Monk all of a sudden not in the starting lineup? When he was in that starting lineup, he was providing some scoring punch next to LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. Is that exactly what you kind of need to take that pressure off of Russell Westbrook and LeBron James? Malik Monk was absolutely balling for this team. And I think that that philosophy change where and we discussed this briefly today on the NBA gambling podcast is that Terrell highlighted is that when they had LeBron James starting at that five, this team was putting up a lot of points. The concern was on the defensive end of the basketball. Now that they've kind of gone back to having Dwight Howard in that starting lineup, this team is not number one. Okay, defensively, they've been better, but they're not scoring points now. So you kind of got to figure out what you want to do. As far as rotations and starting lineup-wise, and it's crazy to think that that you're 46 games into this season and you're still trying to figure out rotations. I understand that one of your best players is out, but there should also always be a contingency plan on what you're going to do if a player like Anthony Davis or LeBron James goes down. That's why coaches get paid the money that they do to figure out these type of things. And for the Lakers coaching staff, they haven't been able to do that. I mean, when you're trotting out a starting lineup of LeBron James, Trevor Ariza, Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook, Avery Bradley, like that's ugly. That's really ugly to me. And you have Carmelo coming off the bench. You know, he's he's a, he's a pretty good shooter. He can provide that scoring off the bench. But either Stanley Johnson or Malik Monk needs to be in that starting lineup. But like, why is Trevor Ariza starting? He does not provide anything for you offensively. Last game, he played 15 minutes against the um, Pacers. He was 0-5 from the field. Sorry, 0-4 from the field, 0-3 from three-point land. Prior, prior game where they did get the victory against Utah Jazz, 27 minutes, he was 1-8 of eight from the field and 1-6 of six from three-point land. Over the last two games, he's combined 1-9 of nine from the floor and um, – sorry, 1-12 of 12 from the floor and 1-9 of nine from three-point land. So – I think that's where the mistake is right now, number one, for this team. And I think they kind of need to go back to having LeBron at that starting five position uh, where they were playing well and winning games. But now they're all of a sudden progressing back to now losing four out of the last five games here, Will. Yeah, absolutely. I think, well, and and, and tonight, listen, they, they may get a break, right, because they are going up against, you know, one of the worst teams in the in the East and the, the Orlando Magic in Orlando and the magic are eight and 38. Right. So I think this is going to be a good game for them to um, try to get back on track. But again, I mean, it's not going to really be saying much because the magic are eight and 38. So um, 
I do think that if they do end up winning the game, which I which I do have them winning, they are favored by five points. Um, you know, some things are going to probably be said like, oh, well, look, they're they're back, but you gotta you gotta consider the source, right? You gotta consider who they're playing, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely got to do something because like I'm looking at like just the the, the stat lines for these guys in the last game against the Pacers, and it's bad. I mean. Again, you said it. Ariza, zero points. Bradley, five points in 24 minutes. Dwight Howard, five points in, in, in 13 minutes. And then Westbrook, right? Just, um, yeah, he, he ended up with 14 points in 26 minutes. But still, I mean, he should be able to do much, much more, yeah. right? So it's, it's, some of those th- it's one of those things where I think that you have to put in uh, Stanley Johnson and also Malik Monk in, in, that, uh, in that starting lineup and see what's going to go on. Yeah, those guys can shoot the basketball as well. Like Stanley Johnson, he can knock down those corner jump shots for you. Malik Monk is another guy that I think we had talked about uh, as far as uh, three-point shooting props for him that they were cashing when the market hadn't caught, caught up to it. But man, it, it's crazy, man. Like, why is Malik Monk like not getting more minutes for this team? I mean, I don't know if he's in the doghouse or what's going on, but I mean, for him to not get minutes – and, and not be able to showcase what he's able to do, especially this season where he's kind of playing with that shoulder, uh, with the chip on his shoulder. He came out and said that I think the Lakers were the only team that were interested in him. So he has something to prove. So, you know, he's going to go in there night in and night out and having something to prove and that prove that he belongs in the NBA. So, yeah, I think for the Lakers, I mean, it, it kind of to wrap it up here, Will, is that you kind of take a look at their schedule that they have the Orlando Magic here tonight. But after that, the road is very, very tough for them. Uh, they go to Miami, to Brooklyn, to Philly, to Charlotte, to Atlanta on this East Coast road trip. It's going to be tough. I mean, these Eastern Conference teams, they're fighting for playoff positioning. Every win matters for them. So we're going to learn a lot. Uh, we're going to learn, I guess, a lot more about this Lakers team uh, going into this Eastern Conference road trip where they have to take on the class of the uh, Eastern Conference world. Yeah, for real, for real. I mean, um, again, like I said, they, they may be able to, or they should be able to get a get a win tonight in Orlando. And like you said, I mean, the road ahead is not looking good um, for these guys because they are going to be going up against some some good teams for the so the, for the rest of the month actually. And then it's you know crit- it's look. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's looking like uh, you know they, they they're going to have to also make some moves, man. Prior to the you know with, with some trades as well because it's just not something that's not going to um, vote. You know go well for them going into the playoffs if they even make the playoffs. I mean, who who would have thought that we've been talking about the Lakers not not making the playoffs this year. So it's not it's not looking good for these guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, things may change when Anthony Davis comes back obviously, but it's crazy that we're sitting here discussing that we're even hesitant to think that the Lakers are going to go out and win tonight against the Orlando Magic team that's 8 and 38. Yeah, they can go out and probably win this game by 20, 30 points. But that hesitancy, hesitancy that we have right now with this Lakers team is crazy. And then for the Lakers, they are they have the fourth hardest schedule remaining in the uh, entire NBA. I mean, they still have two games against the Phoenix Suns, three games against the Golden State Warriors. And then like I talked about the East Coast trip right now, they have um, against these Eastern Conference opponents here in the next week for the L.A. Lakers. So something's got to change here, man. And, and uh, I think that if the Lakers lose tonight to Orlando, I think uh, you mentioned it. I think Terrell mentioned it as well this morning that Frank Vogel might be um, getting a boot if they don't win this game. Um, but I, I, I'll be very surprised if he does finish as the head coach for the LA Lakers. Um, anything else for the Lakers or anything else that you've seen around the league that's worth mentioning here, Will, uh, that you want to discuss well, if they lose tonight, I just think that Vogel's going to have to find a way to get home. 
there. Yeah. I don't think he makes it back on that plane if they lose tonight in Orlando. He's going to have to find his own uh, form of transportation um, to get back home. But again, I, I don't. I don't see them losing this game tonight. And the yeah. fact that they're only favored by five points is very, very telling. But yeah. <laughs> again, I just don't think that he makes it to All Star break, which is unfortunate, right? Because it's just a couple of years ago where he led that team to a championship. So it's just one of those things as what, what have you done for me lately? But it's also, you got to question some of the decisions that they're making in the front office as well. Yeah. And that, and I think the, the, the questions that, or what LeBron James is doing to construct this roster, because you know that every move that this team is making, it's going through LeBron James and, you know, for him to advocate to bringing Russell Westbrook over, I think is another mistake that GM LeBron is not the answer. Like you need to go out and build a roster that you think is going to win a championship. That's why the front office gets paid the big bucks. But yeah, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of Lakers talk, a lot of Knicks talks on this, on this, on the honor of pods, but you know, rightfully so those are the kind of the hot topics right now in the NBA. But um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else that's kind of worth mentioning. I did mention on the NBA gambling podcast this morning that Paul Millsap and the uh, Brooklyn Nets are going to try to find him a new destination just because he hasn't really, Number one, getting the minutes with the Brooklyn Nets just because there's a log jam with veterans like Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, especially Aldridge, who's been playing well for the Brooklyn Nets um, going forward. So I think they're looking for a new destination for him. Um, And then for, um, let's see, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I've seen anything else as far as player-wise. I think that Daryl Morey, uh, touch on the Ben Simmons situation, did say that um, there are some packages available from Sacramento to trade Simmons to Sacramento, maybe centered around De'Aaron Fox or Tyrese Halliburton. But we've heard reports out of the Sacramento camp that they're not willing to part with any of those guys because they want to uh, build a future around uh, De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ben Simmons out of Philly. But anything else uh, or anything on those two items, uh, Will? Nah, it's just uh... – they need to they need to make a move, man. They just got to get off of Ben Simmons, you know. What I mean, pretty much just start fresh and let him go somewhere else and, and do his thing. I just because uh, he, he's obviously not not bluffing, right? He's willing and committed to sitting out the whole season um, until yeah. something uh, works favorably or in his favor. So they just need to go ahead and get off him and then pretty much just try to trade him to another team like now. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Uh, it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a very very interesting dread, trade deadline as it always is in the NBA. Uh, so we'll be, again, we'll be on top of the news and as well as, uh, as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, these rumors start popping up, but well, let's put a bow on that, buddy. Uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll dive into our player props for this Friday night schedule in the NBA. Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 400 and free bets. Win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature. And earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse. Two nights at Win Las Vegas. A $5,000 free bet at a Win Las Vegas Sportsbook and $5,000 travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. 
Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 101-49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money from your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's dive into these player props for tonight. Will, I'm going to give you the floor first, man. What is your first player prop uh, for tonight's NBA action? So I was looking at these player props, man, and I was, uh, you know, just looking at everything, right? So I was looking at, at points, three-pointers made, assists, rebounds, everything. Mm-hmm. And my guy, Bam Adebayo, is back, man, from Miami, right? He's been yeah. out for a month and a half. The last two games, um, 31 minutes, 32 minutes. Um, last game on against Portland put up 20-11-4. They have him tonight at 29-and-a-half for points, rebound, and assist. And I can't not – and I can't be – in love more with that number. So I'm definitely going to take Bam out of bio to go over 29 and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. They're playing Atlanta in Atlanta tonight. And I think that game is going to be a great game to, to go ahead and watch. Yeah. Um, out of the, the 11 games tonight, that has the six highest total. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that game may go um and may go over the, the, the 219 mark there, but yeah. they're going to need a, um, a, a good game from, from Bam out of my, Bam out of bio in order to pull this out tonight. So over 29 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Yeah, I'm currently still seeing um, Clint Capella questionable tonight for the um, for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, uh, their backup power for the draft, their, their draft pick from, I think it was either this past season or the season before, uh, uh, Onyeki Okungwa. He's playing really well for them. And, um, you know, but if we kind of take a look at what Atlanta has given up, uh, over the last seven days to so that center and power forward position, they're allowing 15.9 rebounds and 11.3 rebounds alone to those two uh, positions respectively against the center position, 28 points per uh, contest. So I think you're on the right track here with Bam Adebayo tonight. Uh, you know, it's great to have him back because that team has been decimated with injuries and guys being in and out of the lineup, uh, whether it's been with, you know, COVID and things like that. But yeah, I do like this play here tonight. I do like this game to get over the total here tonight because Miami, ha- as much as we talk about Miami being a great defensive team, but the overall stats, yeah, they are. But over the last five games, they've kind of regressed here a little bit. And again, Atlanta starting to kind of find their stride here uh, offensively. And they're, they've also been a team that's been dealing with injuries. But again, DeAndre Hunter coming back for this team has been absolutely fantastic for the Atlanta Hawks. Which leads me to my next play. Uh, pretty good transition here to the Atlanta Hawks. And that is going to be DeAndre Hunter tonight, over 14 and a half points. And I think this is the third time on the PropCast this week 
that I've taken DeAndre Hunter to get over this number. And if something's not broken, well, I'm going to keep on uh, banging on this. The first two days or the first, uh, the two propcasts this week on Monday and Wednesday, the number was around 13 and a half and they've adjusted it by one point. But for DeAndre Hunter, I mean, look, I think there's a reason why they traded Cam Reddish to New York because they knew Hunter was coming back. And, you know, Hunter returned for the Hawks on January 12th against the Heat. And, you know, he seemed like he picked up right where he left off before he got injured. He scored 15 or more points in four of the last five games since he returned, including Wednesday, where he had 19 points on 16 shot attempts for the Atlanta Hawks. And these attempts, again, are going to be there. Uh, Bogdanovich is out again tonight. I think uh, Gallinari is also questionable for them. So that scoring punch, that that power, or the complementary scoring that's going to be needed next to Clint Capella, um, I'm sorry, next to Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter can provide that for them. He's been in double-digit shot attempts in four out of the last five games. He also has the ability to knock down the three-point shot where Miami is struggling to defend it uh, over the last five games here. This is the third matchup between the Hawks and the Heat this season. And Hunter played in both of, the, both of those games prior to. He scored 15 and 20 respectively in those two matchups, so I don't think there's going to be an issue tonight or unless he has a bad shooting night. But DeAndre Hunter over 14.5 points tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. Well, what do you think? Love that play, man. Love that play. I mean, if you're looking at um the players that are, are consistent in and out for the for the Atlanta Hawks, you got to go to Trey Young and then um Hunter, right? Yeah. Collins sometimes, I mean, sometimes you're like, hey, is, he, is this guy even playing? And or he gets in foul trouble early and so he has to hit the bench, right? But I think also the fact that some of these players are out, you know, Clint Capella, there's the questionable Gallinari may not be playing as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's gonna definitely leave more opportunities for Hunter. So I definitely like that um that play. And like you said, I mean the last couple games, there's only been one this month so far that he hasn't hit that mark. Um so I think continues the night and um you know that they are playing a, a good opponent out there in, in miami so yeah. i think that they're gonna they're gonna need the scoring 100 to pull this one out tonight yeah 100 man uh i think this is a time to take advantage where the market is just not adjusting for a player like deandre hunter uh let's get to your next player prop uh sorry player prop well what do you got man so listen um talking about injuries and players being out you got to look at a uh, chicago and yep. uh, Chicago tonight is going up against uh, Milwaukee at Milwaukee. And, you know, Levine is out. Now we got some news that uh, that Alonzo Ball is going to be out for an extended period of time, depending yep. on what um, the news on his knee. So DeMar DeRozan is going to have to do anything and everything possible, man, to get these wins. He had a great game the other night against uh, at home against Cleveland and got him tonight over 26 and a half points. So um, again, in order for them to go ahead and continue to to, to stay at top of that of the Eastern Conference, they're gonna have they're gonna need everything and everything from Demar Derozan. So I like him to hit that mark um, over twenty six and a half points for tonight against against Milwaukee. Yeah, everything's gonna fall on the shoulders of Demar Derozan now, especially with having no Lonzo Ball uh, and no Zach Levine for, or at least for Lonzo Ball, for extended period amount of time, and we don't know the timetable right now for Zach Levine, but. Um, yeah, that scoring load, uh, that responsibility now falls on DeMar DeRozan. You know, he knows that he has to be the guy for the Chicago, for the Chicago Bulls. Um, and the back of his mind, he probably knows that he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to share the ball right now, if that makes sense with, uh, with Zach Levine, like kind of your turn, my turn kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, he had 30 points last game against the, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers in a big Eastern conference matchup tonight. Another one for them, like mentioned, going up against the Milwaukee bucks. 
Um, he's been playing consistent minutes for them, you know, 30 plus minutes, 35 plus minutes, almost in every single game in the month of um, January. So far, he's getting the shot attempts. We know he's going to get that. The thing, the key thing for uh, DeMar DeRozan is that if he's able to get to the free throw line, and I think that I, I really want to see him get to the free throw line a little more than he has uh, over the course of the season so far, uh, you know, last couple games, five free throw attempts, four, Kind of want to see in that range where he was against Boston Golden State, kind of get into that range of seven, eight, or nine attempts per game for him. So it's just a matter of him getting the call or not. And I think DeMar DeRozan is one of the guys who doesn't get the call. But again, for tonight, if the uh, Chicago Bulls are going to go out and pull up the upset victory over the Bucks, they're going to need a big night from DeMar DeRozan. So I do love that play here uh, for uh, DeMar DeRozan for the Chicago Bulls, Will. Um, for my next player prop, I'm going to go over to that uh, Clippers and Philadelphia 76ers games. I'm going to go Joel Embiid over 10.5 rebounds here tonight. And look, Embiid is coming off of that 50-point performance the other night against the Orlando Magic, and he's playing at an MVP level. There's no denying that, you know, for the Sixers this season being without Ben Simmons like we talked about earlier. And I think I'm backing Embiid here to simply control the boards here for the Sixers against the lack of front court for the LA Clippers. I know they have Zubaj, but um, three out of the last four games, Embiid has grabbed 12 or more rebounds for the Philadelphia 76ers. The Clippers are dead last in the NBA in opponent rebounding. The Clippers are also allowing opposing centers to grab 18.2 rebounds per game over the last seven days. So I'm expecting a big rebounding night for that front court led by Joel Embiid here tonight against the Clippers. Um, so Joel Embiid over 10 and a half rebounds as Doc Rivers welcomes his former team into Philadelphia, Will. Yeah, I like that. I like that play a lot. I actually think that uh, Embiid is going to have a big, big game at home, and then not only with the rebounds, but also with the points, right? Yeah. Um, you got him, uh, they got him listed at 30 and a half. So I was looking at him earlier, um, but yeah, I think he's going to go off again. Clippers have a lot of players out, and I just don't think even, you know, Zubak is not going to be able to do anything, and yeah. some other players on there are not going to be able to hold him. So Embiid should definitely have a big night all around tonight. Yeah, a lot of injuries for the uh, Clippers here tonight. A lot of questionable tags. I know uh, Nick Batum and Marcus Morris are questionable here tonight uh, for the uh, Clippers team. But again, this Philadelphia Sixers team is absolutely just rolling right now um, in the Eastern Conference. But hopefully a big rebounding night and scoring-wise for Joel Embiid here. But uh, let's get to your last player problem. Will, what do you got? So the last one I got for tonight, which actually um, out of all of the, the 11 games tonight on the slate – Got to go with uh, the the Brooklyn at San Antonio, and we got to go with Kyrie Irving over 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Um, this guy, he's back, man. He's back. Um, you know, they're playing they're playing away. They're playing in San Antonio, so obviously he's yeah. going to be able to play. Durant is out, so it's going to pretty much be on him and James Harden's shoulder. But I think that uh, you, you have him going, doing any anything as well, is not only with the points, but also assist areas. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with the 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, the last uh, 40, he had a total of 40 uh, against Washington. The stat line was 33 and seven against Cleveland. He had 27, seven and nine. So he's right there. And I, and I think that, you know, him coming back, being able to play some of these games, man, and just show what he's uh, capable of. So I like him um, to, to get over that number. And it's going to be good to see him going up against the, your, your boy, the Jonte uh, Murray, man. Yeah. I know he's going to try to put the clamps down, but I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be enough to go ahead and I'm um, hold those guys down 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. This is going to be a fun one. Um, as always, is with the Brooklyn Nets. But Kyrie Irving, in the last game, I was watching this game against the Washington Wizards. This guy was just in his bag. Well, I mean, if you kind of take a look at the four games that or five games that he's kind of playing this season um, for the Brooklyn Nets, especially over their last four games, he's logged 38 minutes, 38 minutes, 40 minutes. Um, and then he had a 25-minute game. But that was in a blowout victory where he didn't have to play in that fourth quarter. But, you know, especially without Kevin Durant, he knows in his mind that he's going to have to help the scoring out and, and be a playmaker for this Brooklyn Nets squad without um, Durant in the lineup next to James Harden. So we know either James Harden or Kyrie Irving's going to have the basketball in his hands, um, whether that's scoring the basketball or distributing, right? Like you said, over the last two games here, he's had seven assists and nine assists for the um, Brooklyn Nets, but also scoring the basketball 27 points in his last game, 30 points in his last game. Um, so again, he's getting up to shot, shot attempts, 23 attempts each in his last two games. And he's efficient, you know, he's not, he's not going to jack up a lot of three point shots, but he can also make the three point shot, but this guy can get to the, any, any spot on the floor with his handles and, and knock down the jump shot or even finish around the basket. So, you know, Kyrie Irving was another guy that I've been on this week. As far as points prop, the market has adjusted here a little bit for him. Um, but I do like that you tagged on the points and uh, sorry, the rebounds and assists for him because he's also getting the assists for this Brooklyn Nets squad. Um, whether it's next to James Harden or without uh, James Harden on the floor uh, when he's getting his rest. So definitely love that play as, as well. Um, for my last player prop, I'm going to go over to that Boston Celtics and the uh, Portland Trailblazers game. And I'm going to go with uh, Robert Williams, AKA time Lord uh, over eight and a half on his rebounds here tonight. And, you know, he's been on a tear rebounding the basketball for the Celtics. He's got over eight and a half rebounds in six out of the last seven games in January. He's also been in double digit rebounds in three out of the last four games. And the Blazers are, you know, struggling against opposing centers. Uh, they're allowing opposing centers to grab 15.4 rebounds per game over the last seven days. I think that should continue here tonight for Robert Williams. Uh, against his front court. I know they have Nurkic in that front court, but I think that Robert Williams, like I've said, he's rebound the basketball at a very high level for this uh, Boston Celtics squad. So I'm going to take him to get over eight and a half rebounds here tonight uh, against the uh, uh, Blazers here. Will. Yeah, another team, again, that uh, is dealing with a lot of, lot of injuries. Williams does uh, pretty much get that. Horford also may be able to go ahead and, um, and, and, you know, get into that, uh, into that mix, but, um, yeah, yeah. Portland again, um, just a lot of, a lot, lot of players missing out. So, you know, Williams is definitely active on the boards, not only, um, defensively, but also offensively there, which also, um, could create some opportunities for him to score. So, you know, it's a, it's a player, um, very athletic, somebody that they don't have, um, they don't draw any plays for him. He pretty much, um, you know, gets his, his points around the basket and makes his own, um, his own plays, right? Making things go down. So I, I definitely like that play. Yeah, he's gone over this projection, even going further back 11 of the last 12 games. He's gone over that eight and a half number. So I really like the the the, the num that number being in our favor here tonight as well uh, between these two squads here tonight. Uh, well, let's take a quick break here, man. We'll come back. We'll identify best bets and then we'll wrap it up with some final thoughts here for this NBA Friday night schedule. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL 
playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into best bets here first. Will, I'm going to give you the floor first, man. Uh, Who's your best bet for tonight, uh, player prop? Got to go with Kyrie Irving, man. Got to go with Kyrie Irving. Again, no no Kevin Durant out there, so it's going to be pretty much be on him um, and James Harden's shoulder. So I like Kyrie Irving over 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists against San Antonio. Yeah, especially I think this is the game that has the biggest total on the board here tonight, if I'm not mistaken, at uh, two, where is it at? Two, 33 and a half. Yeah, they got them um, at yeah. two, yeah, two, two, 30, um, 232 and a half right now out of um, an 11 slate game. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a lot of points being put up tonight down there in San Antonio. Yeah, so I think these two teams earlier matched up. I obviously know Kyrie in that game because it was a Brooklyn Nets uh, uh, home game. But that game also finished up with 240 points, and that was led by James Harden and Kevin Durant. And now no Kevin Durant like we talked about. So Kyrie Irving knows that he has to go out if he wants to help his team win the basketball games. He's going to have to go out and, and score the basketball as well, as well as provide some playmaking ability where he is fully capable of. So I do love that play here. Um, for my best bet, I think I have to stick with uh, DeAndre Hunter, man. I give this out as the best bet on Wednesday. I'm going to stay with it again the injuries that the uh, Atlanta Hawks do have, even if Capella bat is back tonight, this is a player that's not really like you talked about with Robert Williams. They don't draw, draw plays for Clint Capella. Like he'll get his points off of putbacks or whether it's lobs from Trey young, but Deandre Hunter is a guy that can go out and create his own shot, knock down jump shots, knock down three point shots as well. So um, quickly, I'm uh, uh, seeing the updated injury report for the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, I know Bogdanovich is out, but again, the questionable tag on Danilo Gallinari, that opens up more shots for him as well. So 
And again, no more Cam Reddish like we talked about. So that that opportunity now is for DeAndre to take DeAndre DeAndre Hunter, sorry, to take advantage of uh, knowing that he's going to be a pivotal player for them to start winning games here and kind of climb their way up in the Eastern Conference. So my best bet, DeAndre Hunter over 14 and a half points tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. Will, anything else for tonight, man? Um, uh, I know there's 11 games on the schedule, some exciting games, some duds of the game, but anything that's kind of sticking out to you uh, as far as these games here tonight? Yeah, definitely going to be tuning into that uh, game tonight with the uh, Brooklyn Nets at San Antonio. And then also, I'm very, even though I didn't pick any players from this game, uh, very excited to see Memphis at Denver tonight, which is, um, you know, should be a good matchup with uh, um, John Morant down there as well as a Jokic. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see, to watch that game and see how those guys play. I mean, you got some, you know, obviously unanimous or should be um, unanimous all-star uh, selections there. Um for, for, for both those teams. So it's going to be interesting to watch that game tonight. Yeah, 100%. Uh, no Desmond Bain and no Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks. So again, more pressure on um, John Morant here tonight going up in, into the Mile High City with Denver um, to take on the Denver Nuggets. So that's going to be a fun game. Again, Atlanta and Miami is going to be a fun one as well as Chicago and Milwaukee here tonight. But Another great game of uh, another great schedule here tonight on Friday night in the NBA. Um, well, that's going to bring us to the end of it, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Absolutely. You guys can go ahead and check me out on Twitter at biased opinions underscore, as well as a contributor for SGPN sports gambling podcast network. Check me out there. Always uh, doing the NBA prop cast on Friday with my man moon off and also contributing for some football and fantasy football um, articles out there. So check me out Twitter at biased opinions underscore. And that's just SGPN. Yeah, man. Like Will said, Herod or Hood. Head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of great stuff happening, uh, not only for the NFL division rounds, but NBA, uh, MMA. I know there's a huge uh, pay-per-view event this weekend, so definitely check out those guys and their podcast. Um, Those guys are absolutely crushing it. Uh, And again, all these sports that are happening right now with all the picks and pods, as well as hockey, soccer, um, you know, guys are crushing all across the board. So we're winning over here at SGPN. So make sure to Download the app as well, SGPN. Uh, You'll see the black and red logo there. Uh, Just make sure to download it. Leave us a rating and review for the pods as well, guys. We really appreciate it. It really helps us grow the podcast. Uh, I will be back later on today with Rod and uh, Dan to tackle the NFL Divisional Round player props. So look out for that as well later today. So then, good luck with your bets tonight and over the weekend. Uh, we'll be back with the NBA player prop segment on Monday for the PropCast. Have a great weekend betting, guys. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>